it's Brendan Giannetti. And I'm Devin O'Haran. And you are listening to Music You're Missing. Grant Schaefer is going to be calling in in just a minute. But first, let us remind you that all the artists we interview on this show have their music featured on our official streaming playlist called Music You Are Missing. Where can they find it, Devin? You can find it on... Apple playlist. Nope. Oh my god. <laughs> so if you're a loyal listener of our podcast, you know that Devin often struggles to uh, remember that it's called and Apple speak. Music and not Apple Playlist. And just speak in general, like that's just not my thing. Can I know. You tell, <laughs> can you tell Brendan has a radio background and I literally have no idea what I'm doing? Because, no. Yes, you, you know. do. Anyhow. <laughs> okay. Apple Music playlist and Spotify playlist. Well, yeah, you could just say Apple Music and Spotify. Okay, well, you know. Anyhow, follow it there. Uh, and then while you're at it, we do have an Instagram new this season, so it's kind of looking wild. Uh, it's called, well, you can and find it. And by wild, he means terrible. Yeah, wild as in, like, it looks good, but the numbers just ain't it. That ain't it, sis. So uh, give us a follow at Music You're Missing. Exactly. So speaking of following, uh, our guest today, his name is Grant Schaefer. He has quite the following on TikTok, nearly one million followers. Uh, and you know what's funny is I didn't even actually find him on TikTok. Devin uh, is like the TikTok queen. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, she's always sending me TikToks of artists that we could get on the show. If you recall badly, he was the first artist we had for season two. He had a really cool TikTok that blew up and his song ended up blowing up. Uh, and that's that's how he found badly. But this guy, Grant, he had a, a similar story. But I actually just, I knew his music beforehand. Yeah, so when we have these artists, it kind of... For each artist, it goes in a different order of where we find them and how we stalk them and how we get to mm. know them a little bit. Yeah, we get a spreadsheet. And um, so for this one, obviously, Brendan knew his music. And then me being me, uh, stalker queen, I looked him up on TikTok. And he Here has we- a lot of content. And specifically, I, I love the TikToks that feature his mother. <laughs> that sounded like a dig. That wasn't a dig. Yeah, I genuinely really... like. I think they're funny because she reminds me of my mom. Sorry, Grant. Anyhow, he just dropped his brand new single. It's called "Seeing Colors." It's the essence of your presence when I'm with you. I'm in heaven more than feelings. It is a collaboration with Love Sad Kid, and they are aiming for one million streams. He actually made a TikTok about it saying, you know, he has like seven songs out, and they're all so close to a million streams. So, uh, listeners of Music You're Missing, let's unite and make that happen. You can listen to Seeing Colors atop the Music You're Missing playlist now. Uh, That's pretty much it. Let's get Grant on the line. What do you say, Devin? Bring him in. All right. Grant, how's it going? Hey, man. I'm doing well. How are you? We are doing pretty well. It's a little cold where we're from. I swear to God, it was like 70 this morning, and now it's down to like 32 and there's ice on the road. Yeah. So welcome to New England. Are you in Florida? I'm here in Florida, so we don't have that problem. <laughs> so you're from yeah. Florida, and you're currently taking a gap year, yeah? Yeah, so I am on a gap year from Wake Forest. Now, Wake Forest ain't just any college. I was actually reading up on it. The Business Insider ranked it the number one, the most intense college. Number one. Really? I, I wasn't even aware of that. <laughs> really? I mean, do you think it lives up to the to the rating? Like, did you find that it was pretty intense? I will say that I do know that Wake Forest has a reputation of having a 
a large workload. Like people call it workforce, actually. <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed my time there, and I think it's it's a great school. I knew that it was prestigious. I just I, I wasn't aware that it was ranked number one on Business Insider for the most intense yeah i mean i went to umass immerse <laughs> that was like ranked the number one party school so i truly can't relate um but, okay. uh, you should commend yourself for uh you know even getting in there so that being said you you clearly are taking this gap year to pursue music full-time i'm wondering uh what was the moment uh in which you knew that you were like okay i need to step away and and kind of focus more on this music thing yeah so it wasn't I wouldn't necessarily say that it was a moment, but it was just something that kind of soaked in a little bit um, within my first few weeks of being there. I actually released my first EP um, within a week of being in school and then seeing how the numbers were just going up a little bit and seeing like sort of getting a look into what could be possible Mm -hmm. um, sort of just inspired me to start thinking of alternative options because um, as you mentioned, you know, like Wake Forest is a lot of work and balancing school while doing music is not, um, you know, very efficient at all. It was just something that sort of soaked in over time. And I feel like being a freshman in college is, I wouldn't, I couldn't even imagine trying to balance those two. I could barely balance freshman year. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not the best with time management with school because I sort of just do everything a bit last minute, like even at Wake. Now that you're doing music full time, you don't really have a set agenda or schedule to abide by. I mean, because there's no one like telling you, you know, you have to do X, Y and Z at certain times. So I'm wondering, how do you keep yourself on track and stay focused yeah well the easiest thing is that i'm doing what i love so you know i don't have to wake up and think of it as work it really honestly for the most part is all just um enjoyable um so there are a few things that i do i do meditate Mm -hmm. because i'm i have i have add so meditation really helps me with being able to hone in on that focus. And then also I find small things like just eating healthy and, you know, working out and staying, staying motivated. Meditation is definitely something I honed into uh, probably like last year. And honestly, it's same, like it really has helped me kind of stay centered and just always make sure that my goals are aligned, which is super important. Yeah, for sure. I've had the same experience with it. It's honestly, it was surprising to me because I've heard people talk about it a lot, but I never really expected it to have the tremendous effect that it does. Yeah, 100%. It was one of those things where I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> like, no, that's just something that exists that I'll, I'll never do or like be a part of that life. Uh, and that it's so funny because it, you know, it quickly changes on honestly who you are, but for the better. Yeah, definitely. So music, you know, obviously you're pursuing it. And one of the biggest things right now, uh, at least in the music industry is TikTok. And I mean, you currently are nearing 1 million followers on the app and you've obviously seen success using the platform to promote your tracks. I'm wondering, like, how how are you handling your influence? One one million followers is quite a number. Yeah. So I was a bit lucky with TikTok because I got on really early when everyone was just, oh, TikTok, what's that? Like artists would never want to touch it. Now every single artist wants to get on it. Mm -hmm. I just saw an opportunity to reach people. Because I did a few posts just for fun and realized that this algorithm is so much different than anything else that's out there right now. You know, it's not the same as Instagram. Like, you can genuinely, like, reach new people 
on a different level. Mm-hmm. And then um, it was sort of just like at a time where there was a land grab on TikTok. And then actually within the past two months or so, my following has like over doubled. Um, so I guess like all the momentum sort of caught up. I was going to say, because we obviously uh, do our research, and I don't want to say stalk you, but we <laughs> do. And so I am addicted to TikTok, and I hate to admit it, but I am. And so I looked up your TikTok, and I was like, Brendan, he has such a good following. I can't believe, like, it was amazing. What we were talking about is we love how you do you take these tiktok hits and then recreate them and make them your own yeah i really liked the uh well i guess it wasn't a tiktok song but the jack johnson uh guitar solo you did i thought was so rad see like i post a lot of stuff on tiktok but that's something that's more um you know in line with like who I associate with musically like Mm -hmm. Jack Johnson is you know one of my heroes on a songwriting level but yeah like I've found that taking popular audios and sort of just doing your own thing to them is is really a huge thing on TikTok like a lot of people um peers of mine like Lusion Music and others who do remixes see a lot of success with that as well do you have like a favorite TikTok song right now (laughs) that's a that's a hard question I'd probably say Upside Down is sort of trending right now by Jack Johnson. So is it really? Oh, see, I haven't, I haven't. So I way back when, like, like you were saying, honestly, um, I was working at Sony at the time, and we were like having meetings about TikTok, and like it was gonna be this big thing. So I got on TikTok, and I was like, oh no, oh no, this isn't for me. <laughs> I saw a lot of weird shit on TikTok, and I just I left it, and now I'm kind of like creeping back in. So I haven't quite made it to the Upside Down TikToks, but I, I love Jack Johnson too. So I, I'll definitely have to check out uh, s- some of the talks, if you will. Yeah, it's not it's not one of the like biggest trending songs or anything, but. Um... It sort of had a bit of traction in like the last few weeks, which is why I ended up doing that solo. Because for whatever reason, whenever you know, whenever audios are trending, like if you use them, it seems to boost your videos a bit mm. more. Speaking of audio, your tracks, I think Pineapple has the most. People are using them like organically for sound. Do you like? How does that make you feel? Like, do you just like kind of watch them and and see how they're they're reacting to your sound? <laughs> I have, yeah, I do look through them. Um, it's interesting to see and uh, definitely something that's really cool. I mean, that's where the huge focus is for everyone on TikTok right mm-hmm. now. Like, a lot, of, a lot of people, honestly, are just now starting to try to do what I'm doing, which is, you know, building, a, building real fans from TikTok. But the real focus was, you know, with getting tracks to blow up on TikTok, obviously, because that's what will translate to, you know, Billboard and charting yeah i mean is that your goal in the end to to like be a charting artist um i wouldn't say that it's my goal but it's something that i'd like to achieve eventually yeah it's on your radar i get you yeah yeah (laughs) i mean it's interesting too because like uh, as time keeps progressing streaming is becoming um more powerful on the charts and i'm kind of just waiting for because i mean youtube streams now are they impact charts and recently they got rid of bundles which is like getting rid of full hard copy sales so i'm wondering like when tiktok use is going to affect charts because i think that could be uh, huge yeah i i would be very interested to see too i think there's like a lot of 
it, there's a lot of movement right now in the music industry with this whole TikTok thing because the power of it is, is really insane. So it's definitely driving change. And like, I'm seeing a lot more, you know, independent artists starting to harness it because when, truthfully, like when I started on TikTok uh, about a year ago, um, there was not really many other artists at all utilizing it. Mm-hmm. So it's, everyone's kind of a bit behind, but now that everyone's getting on it, like I'm really seeing people start to use it um, and leverage it. Definitely. And uh, i sorry, we're, we keep talking about TikTok. We'll move on. But <laughs> something too, like going off that is it's really funny when I see big artists on TikTok and they're not getting numbers like the no random numbers. ass people do, It's, it's <laughs> which I love because like it just makes it like almost like organic and like these are real people. And then you get like a, a huge star on it and they're like getting like nothing. And I, I, I don't know. I, I kind of like that. that algorithm. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting because it's sort of a democratic like playing field. You know? Yeah. Yeah, literally the only one left in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought that this love would feel like I was broken and now I'm healed. And I never knew that you'd be my lover. Once I was blind, now I'm seeing colors. Uh, so you have a new track right now with Love Sad Kid called Seeing Colors. Uh, you wrote the track when you were 17, is that correct? Yep. So why release it now, I'm wondering? Well, like, as a songwriter, you know, like, I have a lot of songs in the archives, you know, that I've written. Mm-hmm. I probably have a song that I've written a week ago that might not get released for a year. Or songs that I might end up combining into another idea that might be you know, released a long time from now. I, it sort of just came about organically. Like I was just playing the chords one day. I was, I was with my friend who engineers my music and I was just really feeling it. And we recorded the, the guitar and laid down some drums. And then that was when I knew, like I wanted to, you know, fully lay out the production and, and release it. Did you initially intend on having a collaborating artist on this track? Not necessarily. I, it, it wasn't an intention. It was more something that also just kind of came about because when I originally wrote the song, I had a verse there, but then um, with the lo-fi production and how, the song turned out sonically like i just thought it was a, an amazing fit for mm-hmm. a rapper like love sad kid for sure uh, and you know now that you are pursuing music as a career uh question for you is when you make decisions to have artists uh collaborate what like how much of it are you basing on like reaching another fan base through that artist fan base or or is it truly like i like this person sound so i'm gonna have them on the track like i definitely have seen like a bit of crossover now with like sad kids fans but that definitely wasn't really like a consideration it was more like they are just a really dope artist and i thought that their sound would fit perfectly so and same with the only other feature that i've had or actually no i've had two other features one of which is william bolton he's a friend of mine and the other is a guy from my hometown named Nick Chase. And really in all the circumstances, it just it came about organically. Like, I'd rather just have someone on my song that uh, just because I think that they have something to contribute to it, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I feel like that's when you're going to make your best possible music is when you're not forcing it. Yeah, for sure. Well, bring it back to TikTok right <laughs> now. I do want to talk about the the 
video that you posted with your mother. I thought that was so funny. Uh, and it has 1.4 yeah. million likes, so clearly other people are digging the track and, and think it's funny. I, tell me about that. Uh, I wanted to do a video with my mom, and I posted it, and it got a lot of attention. Um, I wasn't nearly expecting it to get a lot like that much attention, but um, it was really awesome to see. And it was a cool experience for me because I had never really leveraged TikTok in mm-hmm. Di- so directly to push a song as I did with Sing Colors and I mean it really paid off I mean it's by far the best performing song that I've had What can we expect uh, next from you? I saw that you said you're sitting on easily some of the best songs you've ever written. So I'm wondering what you, you've got scheduled for, for releases maybe and, and what your hopes are for the future. Yeah, so I can't really say like specific, anything specifically, but I will just say I, I am sitting on some songs that I have been unable to finish because I actually, you guys may not know this, but um, I've been recovering from a vocal injury i had vocal bruising and i ended up having to go to the ent and then go through vocal therapy and now i'm working with a coach and i haven't been able to record vocals for almost six months now which is why uh i haven't released anything i have all these songs that are really like in in the demo stage right now that i would like to you know finish as soon as i can and uh put into a project and yeah, I definitely think that they're 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 a bit more mature, I would say, than the music I have out. Like a closer step to um, like my true musical identity, I would say. Awesome. And also on a lyrical level, like the content of the songs is. Uh, I would honestly say the lyrics are my favorite part of the, these songs. I'm excited to hear those songs. Those vocal injuries; those are just so hard to recover from, even the littlest things. Yeah. It's been a blessing and a curse, I would say. Like, in a way, I'm glad that it happened because I ended up getting in with a vocal coach, you know, who has been amazing and is going to provide a lot of long-term benefits. So, and in a way, I could say it happened for a reason, you know. Got you. Wow. I mean, that's awesome that you're able to have that uh, mindset, but also, I mean, that it did bring you to the vocal coach. Also, while you're sitting on, you know, what you think really kind of marks who you are as an artist, that is super exciting to hear from a listener's perspective, and I cannot wait uh, to hear what's next. I'm I'm excited to release them too. I definitely think I wouldn't I wouldn't say they are the, they are who I am as an artist, but I'll say that. These songs definitely represent me taking taking a step closer to, you know, discovering, like, who I truly am. Got you. Yeah, I mean, I, that's something, too. Like, every time we interview artists, whether they're a little bit more experienced or, or you know, brand new, I don't think anyone really is 100% like, con- not, I don't want to say confident, um, but like 100% sure on that sound that they want to convey. Definitely. All right. Well, Grant, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I really appreciate you taking the time uh, to chat with us. Before you go, where can the people find you on social media? So I'm on Instagram at grant.shafer. And then my TikTok is yo, it's blue skies. YouTube, Grant Schaefer. I think that's about it. Wait, hold on real quick. Yo, it's blue skies. Uh, tell me about that. <laughs> where, where'd that name come from? I just, I randomly just chose it. 
uh, honestly, there's nothing. There's nothing really <laughs> I like it. It fits almost, with your vibe. Yeah, it's almost sort of started to become like part of like my identity a little bit on social media, at least. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. I like that. That's a fun little happy accident. Thank you guys so much for having me on and everything. Yeah, no, no problem. problem. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, best of luck with what's to come. Of your presence when I'm with you, I'm in heaven. More than feelings, and more than being, you're the only thing I'm seeing. Devin, what are your thoughts on our new friend Grant? <laughs> well, I feel like we have a lot to look it forward to. I feel like he's been cooking a lot of For sure. good music, yeah, and I mean, I'm excited to hear it. I never got a chance to to tell him it because I guess I didn't realize, but. He under is, is undergoing a lot of changes, um, like obviously because he has the college. He's deciding to pursue music full time. He's you know gaining a more following, and then he's taking a vocal rest. So like, and he's also nineteen. So six months to a nineteen year old is like that's a, a big mat- maturation, maturation, whatever the word is, uh, process. So I really am super excited to hear uh, what's next. But also, you know, what's to come for him as well. Yeah, exactly. He has a bright future ahead of him, I think. For sure. I mean, he definitely was smart enough to know to capitalize on TikTok uh, <laughs> I know. Before, before everyone else in the whole world. So I, I think that's what he's got going for him. You can hear his latest track, Seeing Colors. It's atop the Music You're Missing playlist right now. Devin, where can the people find the Music You're Missing playlist? You can find it on Apple Music yep. and Spotify. Hey, Did you hear she that? got it right. And Devin, where can the people find us on social media? Oh, they can find us at Music You're Missing. Yes, we say it in every episode. It's new this season, so please give us a follow. You can follow me on Instagram at Brendan Genetti. And you can follow me at Devin O'Haran. And I think that pretty much sums it up. Goodbye. Shout out to Grant for <laughs> being the homie, and have a good one.